Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to Three Idiots in a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Nathan, and I'm here with Landon and Alex. Say hey, guys. Hey, everyone. And uh, this week, we're going to be talking about The Phantom Menace, but we have a special guest, our friend Ben. You want to say hey, Ben? Hello, hello. Yes, uh, Ben is a Star Wars fan, just like us. So uh, we asked him like two minutes before we went live. We're like, <laughs> you like Star Wars? You want to come and just talk with us for a little bit? And he's like, sure. So now he's here. And now we're going to be talking about the Phantom Menace. So yeah, we never really have much of a game plan for these. So we figured, why not have an impromptu guest? Yeah, we just try to into each Wait, one. Just to... You guys don't take like an hour every day, every like every day to like prepare for the podcast for the week. I mentally zen myself every uh, half hour, actually. In I literally, I literally just read the scripts of everything we're talking about. Oh yeah, I bet. Take some really detailed notes. Could you start sending those to me? Yeah, I will. Oh, yeah. I basically, take a college course in order to. Oh, very cool. Well, you see, as a true Star Wars fan, I was born ready for this moment. Exactly. No, no notes needed. You should just know it all, and you just exactly. Watch. That's why we're glad to have you. Yeah, I'm honored to be here. Can't go wrong. Well, let's kick this thing off. What are your guys' thoughts of The Phantom Menace? Like it? Hate it? Think it's the greatest of the original six? I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? Ben, let's, let's kick it off with you. What do you think of The Phantom Menace? So The Phantom Menace is one of my favorites. Um, I, I, I would say out of the Star Wars trilogies, um, it's definitely up there in the top three favorite movies of, of all of Star Wars for me. It's just always. I can't tell if you're actually kidding or like. I can't, no, I'm. I, I am 100 serious. Can you let him. Can you okay, let him so, I, no, I'd love to hear this. Then I'm curious. Personally, I just love Liam Neeson as an actor, and I wish would have seen more of him. Bro, we do. Like, what do you mean we do? Voices Qui Gon in the Clone Wars and every piece of media that Qui Gon's in. Okay, but like actually seeing Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson, because like as an actor, he's one of my favorites, and love. To, I would love to see him be more of a Jedi. I would love to. Hopefully, we'll see more of him later. But like watching him be more of the the master for Obi Wan, like having that like be a whole series, and like the the young Qui Gon when even Count Dooku was his master, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, I would yep. love to watch like a young Liam Neeson in that role. I think that would be. Well amazing content some bad news for you. <laughs> what's that news Liam Neeson is currently old well you know what I mean if they did a, no. if they did it with Luke they can do it with no. <laughs> you're right then I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much Luke, but I, I don't know uh, I know this is a little bit of a side tangent but the Luke thing I don't remember if I told you guys this but did you know that um, Luke's voice is not Mark Hamill I found that out recently that it was like a CGI voice, yeah, which yeah. is super it, it weird to me. Like an AI generated voice. That's why it sounds weird at some points. I, yeah. I tell. it just it didn't sound right. Yeah, now that you mentioned that, I kind of I recognize that. I mean, it sounded yeah, it lacked like a lot of emotion. That's that was like the main thing. Also, people there were some like he would say something and then like the words wouldn't like connect. It it, it was weird. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, let's not get too off topic since we have a lot to get through. Jump, 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 j
Yeah, Ben, Ben, you like Qui Gon? What? What? Uh, just a, a, one really fast side tangent. What? What do you think? Do you think it would be cool if Qui Gon trained Anakin if he didn't die in, to Darth Maul in the end of the movie? Yeah, I mean, undoubtedly, it would have been completely different on kind of how everything went, um, just because of the nature of how Qui Gon was a master compared to Obi Wan. It would have just been a very different upbringing. Um, but completely agree with you there. I so feel it would have been, it would have been enough of Qui Gon. So, yeah, I like his more middle path of the force. Like he actually follows the force rather than following politics, like the Jedi kind of do. Because that's uh, that's one thing the movie does a lot of is politics. But we we'll get into that a little later. Alex, what it, what do you think of the movie? Yeah, I mean, I think it's severely overhated. It's not great, but no Star Wars movie is perfect. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing is, like, it's not necessarily bad. This might be a bit of a hot take, but I think out of all of the Star Wars movies in terms of like action and plot, like it, it's pretty good. Like it's very good, I would say even. Like where the weak parts come in is obviously like dialogue and and there there's some boring parts, no doubt, but overall I think it's pretty good. Um it's something I always enjoy. I don't mind going back to it. I don't know. I'd say overall it's just overhated. That's my general opinion on it yeah you mentioned to me i think yesterday when we were playing minecraft you were saying something about how it does a good job of like world building and making i mean they only go to three planets naboo coruscant and tatooine but on those three planets you get kind of a like a a grasp of how big the universe is because you exactly because you see the the senate and all the planets and all the systems that are kind of represented there and you get to like see that i i like agree with you like it's pretty it it does a good job of world building without necessarily trying to and it really sets up the uh like the policy of the the whole galaxy at large and it's it's i think that's a really neat approach to a first movie which i mean granted leads it out to be a little slower than other installments but i think it's it was a necessary slow kind of building movie so like the second episode attack of the clones can pick up and then revenge of the sith is ultimately like one of the best star wars movies because of all the setup argue arguably but that's just my take you can also kind of see because they go and see a few a few different planets one of them being tatooine where a lot of it is very poverty stricken it's not everyone has all this you know they might they might have this high tech high tech technology but there's still a lot of slavery and poverty and a lot of issues still going on yeah, you get a better mm-hmm. glimpse that Tatooine being part of like the outer rim and that it's not as like I would say like sophisticated and like civilized as somewhere like Coruscant, where that's another planet that you actually see for the first time um in uh that movie as well, which is a cool touch in my opinion. Well, technically it's in the end of Return of the Jedi, but Yeah, but you don't really get, get to, to delve it. into it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that yeah, that 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 whole I've always liked the concept. Like as a kid, I always thought that was so cool that the whole planet is like one big city. I don't know, that was something that was super cool to me as a kid because I was like, how cool is that? It's a never-ending city. But you know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe we should see what Landon thinks of it. Yeah. Well, how was that? Why you think that? Oh, okay. Okay, explain. It's it's just bad. Okay, well, okay, you can't just say it's bad. 
and yeah, how about you get supporting into evidence why you think it's bad yeah. or what is bad about it? Unbelievably boring. Like I don't know Fun. what you guys are talking. I don't know about, about that. Action. Like there's like two. There are good scenes in the entire movie. Okay, it it had literally the best up and up until that point. That had it had the best lightsaber duels at me. Okay, cool. no, that's hundred percent true. It has a good oh, that's action. duel. That is so that's literally it. the only thing going for it. It like what? Other I mean, there's the pod there? race. There's the opening there's scene. Races? There's a CGI thing of a giant fish eating a boat and then eating a bigger fish. I'm like, calling that like, action. That's not what we're talking about. And, and on top, the the pod race goes on for like thirty minutes, dude. The pod race. You're saying you don't like the pod race? Me. The pod race would have been fine if it was a five minute little side thing instead of like it literally is like a thirty minute scene. Oh. Yes, but it shows Anakin's growth on like the whole thing because he apparently never it finished show before. Anakin's growth out in pod race for a five minute. Montage of him driving the pod race. You don't have to have a thirty-minute thing. Like the runtime on this movie is like three hours, dude. Oh, so two hours and ten minutes. minutes. Exaggeration. You gotta relax. And on top I think, of that, I think Landis time is a little. The global politics or the universe politics in this are so unbelievably boring, dude. Oh, 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 oh. you are blockade. No. I don't want to hear about. Uh, the Trade Federation, all this stuff is so boring, dude. And it, oh, it sets it up, though. It's boring, so boring, all the way through the prequels. The only redeeming fact, like, you can you can talk about how great the politics are once they get fleshed out in the Clone Wars. Like, then looking back, it's not as boring. But if you're just looking at, like, the, the body of work of Episode One. The whole plot is just so boring, dude. So, so Why all, do you say all the politics in the the sequel trilogy is that boring? Does that make them all boring movies? What politics? Exactly, oh, there are no politics, which is what makes it a super boring set of movies because there's just there's no setup, there's no world building. You really have like no idea like what's going on in the universe. Where that's what was so great about like the opening and stuff. Um, and a lot of like the plotline of the Phantom Menace was the fact that it expands the Star Wars universe so much, rather than it just being completely limited to rebellion and empire. It's like there's this whole galaxy of other planets that all have like living beings on them and organized government and all of these things. And it just, in my opinion, it's a great way of expanding the universe and making you realize how little you actually got to see in the original trilogy and like how much more. The universe has to offer. I mean, sure, it, it, it does its job of world building and shows you different cultures on two planets. Like, whoopee. Like, I, I don't, like, I, I can't fathom how you guys can, like, I literally fall asleep during that movie. It is so genuinely mind-numbing. Like, the, the whole plot, the acting is just boring outside of Liam Neeson. The... Like I, I just I can't wrap my head around the fact that that you guys think this is a an upper echelon movie of of the Star Wars series. That's not what we said though. We said that there's a lot of really good parts, and as a whole, it's not a bad movie. We weren't saying that it's 
like an A or or like S tier, even B tier. So I I I will defend it as one. He likes it a lot, and that's fine. It's a personal opinion, though. I'm sorry that your opinion is wrong, Landon, but you know what? That's okay. I mean, honestly, the way you're talking about it, Landon, just makes me think that you just don't understand the plot of the Exactly. That's what I was saying, because I called him a baby while he was talking about it, how boring the politics is. Yeah, it's like, you gotta... It's interesting. Yeah, you gotta delve into it. I don't know. I think it's great. Yeah, the Republic is all corrupt, basically, and they increase these taxes, so then... Palpatine's like, oh, I can find a way to exploit this, so he contacts the they, no, hey, you don't get it, you're not getting, see, you're not letting me explain the movie to you, so you're not understanding it. explain the movie to me, I've seen the movie, I understand what happens in the movie, you're trying to explain to me that talking about taxes is an interesting plot point in a Star Wars movie. Yes, because it leads to a blockade of a planet, which is an extreme move. Yeah, no, it's you're it's acting like it's, it is two lines because they mention it in the beginning and then they mention it when they're in the Senate on Coruscant. But yeah, and you're acting like it's, it's the entire it's not movie a huge, is huge like part of it. But I think it's important in explaining why we are where we are. Yes, sometimes it's it does make it boring when you explain okay why things are the way that they are. But if they just kind of jumped in at, at Attack of the Clones. And was like, oh yeah, we all have all these clones, and oh yeah, all the Jedi are fighting, fighting with the Republic. They'd be like, okay, why is this happening? I mean, but I'm now not, you kind of get. I'm not going to argue that Attack of the Clones is any better paced than this movie. Well, it's better. You're right. Well, maybe. I think you just missed Way what better. I just said, but no, I I did, but I personally like Attack, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But yeah, I, I just don't think you understand it. Because, like, I mean, it's in the opening crawl. So it's just, it's background. You know, like, they have the taxes. Then there's a extreme move. And then there you go, cutting me off again. Because you don't want to understand the movie. And how, like, how it sets it up. You just don't get it. But it's okay. Okay, you're right. Sorry. I just, I'm just unknowledgeable about Star Wars. You're right. I think we should move on from this section. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> Yeah, I, well, we'll just agree to disagree that that the movies w- is what it is. Well, Nathan, we need your opinion. <laughs> well, I'm with you two. I, I I enjoy the movie because it does exactly what I would want to see. It sets up the next two movies. I mean, granted, yes, it can be quite slow, and it is kind of slow for the whole thing except for the end and a couple parts in the middle. But it does a very good job of setting up the characters that are even in the original trilogy. Like, like you meet R2 and C-3PO, you meet Anakin, you meet Obi-Wan. You know, you see all these guys as they're younger, and you just get to see that. And that's really cool. And then they, they kind of give you the whole situation of the galaxy and how the Republic's in shambles and it's all corrupt and everything. And then that leads you into Attack of the Clones where everyone's separating from it and... And then eventually it becomes just an autocratic dictatorship and then it becomes an empire. So it's, it's really cool how they kind of show that because that's definitely what I want to see, especially if they introduce it in The Phantom Menace as a republic, which is like a big democracy. Like, how does that in what, like 40 years become an empire? Or I guess within the span of like 20 years, how does that fall to an empire? And it just it shows that, you know, corruption and, and war can help change those things. So I think it does a very good job of setting up not just the original or not just the prequel trilogy, but the overall six movie saga, like just as a whole. 
So that's why I personally like it. And because yes. I like the movie. So, um, uh, something that. I sort of want to build on on that, though. Um, yeah, go ahead. Building on your point, was like the prequel trilogy is basically Palpatine's trilogy. It's to show a little bit of his background, how he came into power, and just like who he is, and I, like just what a brilliant villain he was. And mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of people sort of forget about was that almost entirely 99% of Palpatine becoming the emperor was like the politics and all of the strings he pulled behind the scenes. And Mm -hmm. I think this movie is a good starting place on showing that and showing like how he basically rose up through the ranks in um, like the galactic government basically and how he really did just start out as like a Senator himself though. And how he worked his way up to become like the highest uh, titled like person in that government and then sort of how he was able to manipulate other senators and other just people in the galaxy powerful people at that and i don't know i guess just how his rise to power came about and how he did like such an insane job at doing it yeah and then him pulling the strings on in the clone wars from both sides like he's just like the guy it's like that one meme of the two old dudes playing chess in the park and it's the same guy yeah <laughs> i love that's, it like that's basically what it is like it, it, it's Definitely. super crazy that gets set up so i don't know but i guess while we're while we're getting uh landon all angry let's let's talk about uh jar jar binks <laughs> <laughs> Darth Jar Jar. I swear to God, if I, if anyone tries to argue with me that Jar Jar is a good character, I'd like to split the podcast. He okay. T- tell me, t- give me, tell me why he isn't then, Landon. Let's hear your side of the story first. Tell me that fart jokes and tooth jokes basically is like the entire character of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to defend Jar Jar. I'll be with Landon here, but literally, there's an entire scene. Just think about this. There's a movie in which there's an entire scene dedicated to Jar Jar licking an electrical bolt and then having his tongue become numb. There's a whole scene dedicated to that. Yes. And it's important. It is important. Tell us why, man. Do you want, do you want to know why it's important? Because it, I would sets like up, it sets up that we have this idea that Jar Jar is this idiotic character that just is like bottom tier we don't need to worry about this character until later in the, in the series when he grants power to sheev and you know why he does that because he is the real sith lord <laughs> i knew that, that is why he comes out of nowhere and does this like oh yeah it's just this random guy we're just gonna give him this power he's he's he doesn't mean anything oh psych you thought Literally created the entirety of Star Wars was Jar. It, it's all based off Jar Jar. That's, That's true. They're not technically wrong. The emergency powers for Palpatine come from him. What exactly. What I think is most frustrating about that is like, I I just looked this up to, to like, confirm that I I this isn't just a joke, but George Lucas has reportedly stated that Jar Jar was originally intended to be an undercover Sith Lord. Right? Yeah. 
I mean, that makes sense, though. I mean, if you see his character, like, no, he's... No, it doesn't. Don't yeah. even... Yeah, okay. it does. <laughs> okay. No, it does, Landon, because if you cut out his character, you're, you, you, you really don't miss anything from the whole movie. But, like, by putting him in there, it's, like, deliberately tells you that that's why he's there. Because he's always in the right place at the right time. I mean, he becomes a freaking general of the Gungan army when he was, like, banished for being clumsy. And he also talking about clumsy, he survives so many conflicts, like in the, like in the whole open field battle on Naboo. He's just like jumping around with a gun attached to his foot, and it happens to shoot off the foot of a droidica and like kills a bunch of droids around him. Like, you you don't get that lucky. There's yeah, like, I remember there's no a such thing as luck. Like, yeah, like so. is it dumb luck or is it like him being a force sensitive being? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I mean, there, it, it's like a ten minute video. And, it, and there's even stuff in the Clone Wars. There's a... it's either Obviously, it didn't end up being that way, but he would think it's, it's either a lot like of could have been a possibility. Armor. It's either a lot of plot armor, which is or he's just an, I, I, I don't know. I, I wait. I have yet George to see Lucas that. Lucas literally made him to merchandise him. Like he's literally there for kids to find a character that they think is funny in a boring movie. Except it's not boring. Yeah, we've been over this land. It's not boring. You just don't get it. Yeah, you should know better. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I, I, I kind of think that like it does have some, like, it's got some weight that argument because I mean that the whole thing. Like, the reason he, it has weight is because George Lucas reportedly confirmed it. That's the only no, not just because he confirmed it. I mean, if you watch the movie, and you really think about it. Like, it's possible. And like you could think, like that could be really clever, like if that was actually the the thing that happened. Yeah, like, I don't think it's something you can just throw out just because. Like, yeah. You, you can't just be like, oh no, that's stupid. Yeah, nobody would have let that happen unless there was some prior purpose, but yes, or some bigger purpose for the character. But I don't know. Uh, but, but I don't know. From one person's least favorite character to another, how do we feel about the announcer guy in, uh, <laughs> in the pod racing scene? Yeah, so I'm glad you brought this up. He's the two-headed guy. One of them. No, who's whose least favorite is it? I know who the uh, character is. Who is? I just want to know how you feel about it before you announce it. I personally have no gripes with him, <laughs> <laughs> but we we do know who does. Yeah, I always thought he was a fun character just because he was there, just hyping up the crowd, you know. But wasn't something I thought about. Normally, I have a very strong opinion on stuff like this, but I like who cares. It's one of those things. Like it never really mattered to me. I, Ben's about to drop his opinion, being like, "Yeah, he's actually my favorite character in Star Wars." <laughs> I wouldn't be that surprised. Uh, I mean, he's he's kind of like the little John. Like he's the hype man. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, yeah. And you know he's he, he he adds to the fun of the pod racing like he's he's <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's a fair dad, take. My dad is uh, stated on the podcast that his <laughs> least favorite episode. What? Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. Yeah, go back and listen to our Return of the Jedi. Well, you don't have to listen to it. I'll I'll throw a clip in. I'll add it in here. And, and I, I will say this in my own personal list: worst character. Worst character, Trollin. The two-headed guy in the pod race. Oh. Worst oh, character. The guy the doing guy really the like trollmentary? Yeah, Trollin. Oh, <laughs> Worst character ever. Why? He can do one language with one head and the other with yeah. the other. You know? He's, He's more that culture. Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's Skywalker. Okay. Worst, worst character in the entire series. Or actually, I'll edit a clip, and then when you're done listening to this podcast, listen to go listen to that other podcast. Yeah, you definitely should still go yeah, listen to it. Listen to all of our prior episodes too. Oh yes, episode. it might be. It's one of our best ones. It's you said Return of the episode. Jedi. Yeah, get, it's a Return of the Jedi episode, and it's um, um, I don't know. It's good to hear another person's opinion and who like watched it in the theater, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, Mr. Kovach, who's a uh, lifelong star wars fan so you get to hear yeah, his opinion nerd. it's episode yeah. six by the way okay well, how fitting ah i don't get it <laughs> yeah of That's... course you don't whatever but yeah so ben doesn't mind him but yeah so yeah mr kovach what he said he was his number one worst one well whatever he said his number one least favorite three. or maybe yeah, his number one least favorite character is the two number two i don't remember it was it was in his top three, which yeah, was something. Top like, three, I think three me. was Ewoks, and then two was either that guy or Jar Jar. What a like, yeah. what 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 a like interesting concept that one of your most hated characters is such a minute side character. Like I can understand people hating Jar Jar. Yeah, the still the character though that had almost no speaking lines. Right. It's kind of yeah. funny though that he hates him so irrationally. Though. That is a true <laughs> fan though. That honestly is a true fan right there. I like yeah, you got to figure out like tiny little minute details that that's really like, just piss you off. That's like you yeah. hating the guy in uh, a New Hope that like yells at Luke because he bumps into him. Oh yeah, or yeah, hating Corkin. the guy who says oh. I don't like you. <laughs> Okay. What's wrong with that guy? He's funny. Yeah, that guy is funny. He's like a doctor. He doesn't like me either. The death sentence on twelve systems. <laughs> you better watch that yourself. So funny, honestly. It is a funny I scene. Will. I'll be it. careful. You'll be dead. <laughs> I just like that. I don't recall this being a new hope review. Yeah, let's no. get. We're, we're 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 getting too off topic. So, yeah, yeah, um, the announcer, we all don't have a, we're all pretty neutral, don't have a problem I, with. I, I, yes, I other than Landon's dad. Other than the announcer guy. <laughs> Off of that and hop, uh, hop to another uh, spicy topic about the Phantom Menace. Uh, Metachlorians. What do you guys think about that explanation of the fours? Yay or nay? I'd definitely say yay. It makes more sense. I feel like they gave their best shot at giving it like a scientific explanation. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I agree with you, Alex. I mean, it's a good explanation of how it work of like how the force works, but I think it kind of ruins some of the mysticism of it. But on, well, it kind of makes sense of like it. It makes a sense of like why some people are stronger in the force because like it's a, more about like a potential for power than actual power, you know. So like. Anakin has the potential to be way stronger than Yoda. Yeah, he could have been the greatest like force user of all time potentially, and instead, yeah, how it's about like how his life got so sidetracked and derailed. Yeah, he got mentally abused by the Jedi, and then Palpatine physically yeah. abused by some lava. Yeah, <laughs> Nathan was telling me he abused because it changed his anatomy. Nathan was telling me before the podcast that he wants to be physically abused by uh, Leia uh, while Lucas kissing oh. him. 
So, oh, oh yes, that makes weird. sense. Why would I ever say that? No, you did. <laughs> you you told me. Was there too. You know, I I wouldn't doubt it. I'll yeah, put it that way. I I, I wouldn't be like, nah. like, All right, Ben, you're never coming back. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> no, you're welcome back anytime. Don't worry. It's no, we gotta do this one. more often with more of our friends too. <laughs> but uh, what do you think about them, Ben? Do you th do you like the explanation that they gave with Metaclorians for the Force or no? I do because then, kind of as you guys were saying, it doesn't just make Jedi and Sith out to be these these wizards of so, yeah, you know, these definitely. space wizards. It's like okay, which is how they explained it in a new <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Essentially. And so it, it kind of just adds that scientific aspect and that aspect of, okay, people can be more or less Force-sensitive, as we're saying, and depending on how many midichlorians they have, you know, they could potentially be these great Force-wielders, or they don't, you know, they don't have to use them. They might not even know how to use them, but it's it's something that could be still in them. It could be in all beings. There is... Exactly. Yeah, and like, did, there's did a they, scientific did they say that they were in all beings, or... Just, yes, the force yeah. runs through everyone. I believe. They yes, it like just that. depends on your concentration of metachlorians. If you can like conjure and use the force, I think that's my that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I believe that is how it went. But yeah, yeah so um, what I was saying though was like how everything does have a scientific explanation. I think it was very good that they sort of went into that. And as like a Star Wars fan, I would say as a kid, it's a little confusing. But like as an adult, it makes it a lot more believable in a world that's not very believable where it's something that just actually makes sense where i think it was a good addition personally mm -hmm. what do you think landon well we already know what he thinks he obviously doesn't like <laughs> he doesn't like anything <laughs> go ahead landon I don't, I, don't, I don't like this idea that you're predetermined to be able to use the force you know i understand of course like you do the, i like the idea I mean, that anyone is any anyone can can be trained. This must be why you like the sequels. Well, no, because Ray turns out to be Palpatine's granddaughter. So I agree with you, though, Landon. That would have been a cooler concept if Ray truly stayed in nobody. That's but thanks, JJ Abrams. Yeah, so I, we all my homies hate JJ Abrams. Can we get that, can <laughs> we get that trending? That's yeah, gonna I'll, be I'll, a... I'll 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 put it on a T-shirt. Very nice. <laughs> that will be our first set of merch. Yeah. We got a merch manager already. He just joins the podcast two minutes before. He's already our merch manager. This is great. Everyone has a job around here. All my homies hate JJ Abrams, but anyways, I don't know. I, I think that. Uh, I'm, uh, when we talk about nine, you guys are going to want to be here for that. Uh, I I think that midichlorians kind of take away from the, uh, like, I don't know the force. I like being this like. Thing that binds and connects everyone that's like mystical and you don't have like I feel like in a world of space wizards you don't have to have a scientific explanation on why the space wizards can pick things up with their minds you know so I don't know I think midichlorians are like, well technically they're not picking it up with their mind yeah, they're exactly. using the force yeah, yeah thank you but I, fix I our worst one I, I can I, I can understand that I can definitely see that I can, I, yeah. I can see both I definitely sides. do get your point though that not everything needs an explanation yeah especially in a world like Star Wars I don't think you need a scientific like there shouldn't be something yeah I don't know I, I'm just yeah. retreading the same thing 
Yeah, we sort of had differing opinions on that where I said, like, I thought it was nice to have an explanation in a world that doesn't make a lot of sense. But I, I do get your point as well, and that's fair. Like, it's nice that they were able to kind of connect and say, okay, anyone has this potential, but maybe not necessarily having as much of a scientific yeah, explanation. Just, like, like a concrete, this is the answer, but, ha- like, but everyone being connected. After this, midichlorians kind of just, like, get thrown to the side and never talk about again. So I just, like, yeah. I don't know, it felt like George Lucas, George Lucas was just trying to, like, create an answer to a question that didn't matter, you know? Yeah. Like I said, it kind of ruins the mysticism of the Force. It's just kind of like, a, there's your explanation, that's why it happened. Which I think so. is some of the coolest parts of the Force. And like, being able to explore the Force is so cool. So. Yeah, those are some of my favorite episodes of, like, even Rebels. Like, when they explore, like, the mysteries of the Force. Like, that's just so cool. I feel like the over-explaining of things is kind of the, the purpose of, especially this movie, if not the whole prequel trilogy of just kind of diving in giving all these details and yes sometimes they do explain them very well but sometimes they over explain them and like in this case in your opinion landed it kind of just ruins the idea of that so it's it's very kind of hard to for i I can understand why people don't enjoy the prequel trilogy because it does kind of take out some of that fun or some of that mysteries or it's just it over explains and ruins kind of what their idea of star wars was yeah yeah, well, no, I... Um, I, I, uh, I think we've, we've treaded a lot of ground here. Um, we've, we've, we've talked about a lot of stuff. Um, Nathan, do you want to do you, you want to tell the people where um, where they can find us uh, and where they can yeah share their opinions? Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to hit us up on Twitter, please do. It's at Three Idiots Star Wars. Just hit us up there. Uh, send us a DM. What you think of the Phantom Menace? Are you more on Landon's side or are you on Mine, Alex's, and Ben's side. Yeah, I, mean, well, I think we should, we should make a. Poll. Nathan, I think we're more in the middle, maybe, but I think Ben is a little more extreme. Yeah, than us in terms of no, I know. And uh, see if I should be fired off the podcast in order to make it a prequel. Look no, we need play. different differing opinions. No, so I think Ben should just reply. I think I'm retired. That's or, what. That's what. Or or or, or am I replacing Nathan as the new co-host? I'm, I'm, hey, uh, Ben can just run the podcast. He can do it himself. Ben is the podcast. Hey, He's a one hey. man army now. Uh, <laughs> Welcome. Did, did, did you just uh, did you just give me emergency grant me emergency power oh, of the podcast? You're the new editor as well. Misa oh, propose <laughs> that Ben we give what what does he say? Something about uh, yeah, 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 please continue. You get the point. No, 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 please <laughs> no I don't want to do that anymore. I've I've done enough Jar Jar for the day. You know I'm going to be clickbaiting the title of this episode pretty hard. Oh, I hope so. It's gonna be Are you going to say that? Ben gets replaced on the podcast due to him hating it. <laughs> because he has bad takes. Pre- prequel hater confirmed, Landon. <laughs> Landon's so you're going to clickbait your own name? Yeah, well, I did it with uh, you last week. And, like, that you is and true. I were on basically, had basically the same opinion. Yeah, we had the same opinion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, it's like I, Alex yeah. hates Boba. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Boba Fett... Now that he's the um, the like he's the new job of the hut, basically, you think he's going to start the pod races? You? Uh, I don't know. I think that would be very cool. Yeah, the new Des Moines. Just stop. <laughs> the, Moines Iowa. the new Iowa. The new Iowa. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Honestly, that would be pretty pog if he uh, reinstated the pod races, but you know, maybe I made it a agree. little more regulated. You know, kind of yeah. like NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe they actually like check the racers so you can't cheat like Sebulba. Yeah, there's no throw. Or you just like had weapons on his. And they have like a bunch <laughs> of sponsors. Like, I think they could make it a very like worthwhile thing, and like people would actually, you know, w- the whole community would benefit from it. Yo, yeah, and if the, if they had like NCAA pod racing, like or whatever kind of colleges they have on Tatooine. That'd be pretty cool. You think there's education yeah, on Tatooine? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's hard to say. You never know. But who would they keep as the announcer? Would they keep the two-headed guy? Is he, he's still alive. Remember? He's still alive? Uh, Is he? Uh, he's still alive. Live? All right, we're going to go off topic. Uh, please leave a review. Yeah, we don't know anything about it. <laughs> if, like if you know people. how old if you know how old they live, put that down in the comments. <laughs> yeah, please put it uh, and let us know the alien species too, because I'm curious now, and I don't want to look it up though. I want to see what you guys think it is. All right. Um, also, we'd love to hear you guys in the reviews and keep review uh, listening on. If you're listening on uh, Apple Podcast, uh, feel free to leave us a review. I think you can review on Spotify too. Um, but yeah, uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think. But uh, Ben, uh, thank you for coming on on short notice. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, I thank you guys so much for having me. I'm glad to finally be on, and maybe you guys will hear me again in another Probably episode. Landon didn't like your I stand with what I said before. Then you'll catch me in the comments, uh, trash talking Landon. Yeah, I mean, let's wrong. be honest, I won't even be on next week. It'll be done. So. Oh, yeah, right. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bosk is coming. Bosk is coming. Bosk, I am. I'm so ready for that.